Merry Christmas. It really is the most wonderful time of the year, isn't it? And it's not because of reindeer that dance or because of snowmen that sing. Christmas definitely isn't wonderful because of figgy pudding or moments spent under the mistletoe. Christmas is wonderful because we have been given the greatest gift of all time, a baby born in a manger. You know, when the angels made their pronouncement that night over Bethlehem so long ago, this is what they said. It's found in Luke chapter 2, verse 10. For behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. This is Carol McLeod, your host, and I hope you'll join me every weekday from now until Christmas as we celebrate this season in a joyful, holy, and meaningful way. And may I just say it one more time, Merry Christmas. A star, a single brilliant star, led the wise men to the place where the baby Christ child was. Don't you love it that God used a star to guide these men who were experts in astronomy? God spoke their language, and he used a star to lead these men to the light of the world. You know, these wise men didn't need the advice or the GPS system of King Herod and his most brilliant advisors in order to find Jesus. No, they needed the intervention of God. Scripture tells us what happened in that moment when the Magi found the baby boy. Let me read to you from Matthew chapter 2, verses 9 and 10. And after hearing the king, they went on their way. And the star, which they had seen in the east, went on before them until it came and stood over the place where the child was. And when they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. Only six words, rejoiced exceedingly with great joy joy, yet what richness their brevity holds. These words, these six simple yet powerful words are some of the most expressive words in the Greek. Let's look at them one at a time so we can see exactly how the wise men responded to the baby boy. First of all, they rejoiced. I love the translation of this word rejoiced from the Greek. It means let the hope a future blessedness give you joy. And man, if that doesn't describe what Jesus does for us, I don't know what does. The hope of future blessedness. We have hope because of the baby boy. We know that blessings are going to enter our lives because of the baby boy. And those two things alone should bring us great joy. This little phrase, let the hope of future blessedness give you joy, should change all of our perspective on the future. We can look ahead, not with dread, but with joy. We can look at events that are going to challenge us and even threaten us, but we don't have to walk in fear or worry 
because we know a baby boy and we have determined in our hearts to rejoice. Well, scripture tells us that these wise men rejoiced exceedingly. Now, this word exceedingly can be defined as greatly or even violently. These first century professorial types didn't just quietly bow down at the waist with their face to the ground. They didn't just demurely nod their wizened heads. No, what these guys did is they began to jump up and down. It was a violent explosion of joy. They found that night the one thing that was truly worth living for. Do you know what these magi were doing? They were doing the John jump. They were cheering and hollering and shouting because after decades of hitting dead and roads to find meaning and purpose in life, they had found a reason to live. They had found the creator of this incredible universe that they so esteemed and admired. These wise men discovered the answer to all of their frustrating questions. I picture what happened that night as the wise men entered the home. And you know, at this point in the story, the baby boy was probably more like 18 months to two years old, toddling all over the home with, with droopy diapers. But when the wise men saw him, they knew who he was. You know, babies only babble, don't they? The, the baby Jesus, he couldn't speak in a learned or in an academic way to these men. He was still talking baby talk. And yet the most brilliant minds alive at the time discerned the wisdom of the ages in a toddler's sweet babble. These men rejoiced exceedingly. Their worlds had been rocked in the presence of Jesus. You know, I think Christmas is a time that should shake us up a little bit, that should rock some things that need rocking, that should get out of the way some things that need to go. Christmas helps us set our priorities. And the wise men were setting their priorities this day. And they determined to rejoice exceedingly with great joy. Let's look at the word great for a minute. This word great means with great effort of the affections and emotions of the mind. To me, it's interesting that the definition of this word great from the Greek includes the word mind with great effort of the affections and the mind. Did you remember that the Magi were men of scrolls and cerebral intensity and books and stars? But at this moment, when the star stopped where the baby was, all they had ever learned, all they had ever studied, all they had conceived in their erudite minds paled in comparison to the baby boy. Being in the presence of the creator of the universe was such a life-altering moment that it infiltrated, that it changed the very way that they processed information. 
what in your life needs changing this Christmas season? Because God always goes to the heart of us. For the wise men, it was their minds. They needed to change the way they thought and processed information. For you, what is it? Do you need to change your spending habits or your eating habits or the way you treat people or your emotional preferences? Allow God to go to the heart of you this year so that he can change the way you process life. And finally, we see in Matthew chapter 2, verse 9, and when they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. Years ago, I went on a full-blown search to find a definition in the Greek or in the Hebrew for this word joy. And it was a challenge, let me tell you, because everything I read, everything that has been written concerning a definition of this word joy contains the word joy in it. And you cannot define a word by using the word itself in the definition. And one day I was studying some Bible dictionaries that had belonged to my great grandfather. And in this archaic Bible dictionary, I found such an incredible definition of this word joy that I want it to be part of your life this Christmas season. The blessedness that the Lord enjoys around the throne of God. Do you see what this word means? It means that because the baby came to planet Earth, we get to experience the same atmosphere that exists in the throne room of God himself. And the reason that these men this night were exposed to what joy is all about is because they had found him. They had found the baby Jesus in whose presence there is always fullness of joy. Verse 11, and after coming into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they fell to the ground and worshiped him. The Magi fell on their faces in the presence of Jesus. And this is what heartfelt worship looks like, my friends. It wasn't lip service that they were offering, but it was whole hearted worship. They fell on their faces and worshiped him. Did you know that true worship always requires a change of position? Worship always involves joy and worship always involves a giving away. Worship is a meeting between God and humanity when humanity falls on its face in pure joy. You know, the mistake that most of us have made concerning Christmas is that we're distracted by the magic of the season when what is really happening is the miracle of the season. Will you model your life this Christmas after the lives of the wise men? Will you change your position? Will you fall on your face in worship and then Will you give? Because Matthew 2, 11 says, Then opening their treasures, they presented to him gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh. And having been warned by God in a dream not to return to Herod, the Magi left for their own country by another way. These wise men, 
didn't need guidance from the stars anymore. No, now they received their information and their guidance from God, from the king of the universe who sent his baby boy so the lives of these magi could be changed. I hope that today's program reminded you what the heart of Christmas is truly all about. I love spending this time with you. And from my heart to yours, Merry Christmas.